Welcome to the Ideal Network Radio Show on Building Fortunes Radio with your hosts Darlene Sartori and Peter Mingles. Make sure you check us out by clicking on the Ideal Network Radio Show link on buildingfortunesradio.com. That's www.buildingfortunesradio.com. The short version of the word ideal in Ideal Network stands for I do everything around life, love, liberty, and laughter. And there's much more. Thanks for listening in and share this with the people that are most important to you. Now on to our show with Darlene Sartori and Peter Mingles. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Peter Mingles here. You're listening to us on Building Fortunes Radio. It's a Wednesday. It's 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. on the Central Side. And we are here every Wednesday with a good friend of ours. Her name is Darlene Sartori. Sartori is spelled S-A-R-T-O-R-E. Darlene Sartori has been a customer of ours since, like, forever. And uh, when we started Building Fortunes Radio, I was looking for some really great guest hosts that you'd be able to work with. And uh, if they're doing their own businesses or might be spiritual leaders, if you will, or thought uh, providers or any or different things. And Darlene was certainly one of those types of people. She builds the ideal network, but more philosophically, she's really great to know because she's got a lot of really great insights into doing things relative to making people's lives better. So whether it's the addiction zapper, it's the chaplain's course, or could be anything else that she might be working on, she's interested interesting to learn from and you probably need to have a pen and paper handy when you listen to any of these radio shows because she'll mention an author or a book or a comment or a quote and that can lead you down a rabbit hole of wild exploration as you go through this so if you go back to buildingfortunesradio.com forward slash ideal or ideal network you'll be able to hear these uh, previous radio shows and of course she's going to give you her contact information as we go but as we get started, um, I think she might have been derailed a little bit, if you will, or like a bumper car kind of bumped in a different direction just before the radio show because there was something that might have happened that kind of gave her something else to focus on. So we're going to talk about that, I'm sure, as well as everything else related to what might be going on in the world and or your world. So grab a pen and paper handy and enjoy the listening experience with Darlene Sartori. So, Darlene, thanks for being here on your own radio show. Well, thank you, Peter, for hosting this and giving people like myself kind of a bully pulpit to work from um, and then posting them for people to be able to uh, follow up on later on, including me, because I don't have any idea what I'm going to say uh, until after I've said it. Uh, that's kind of the way that those of us who are led by divine inspiration have learned to live our lives. But I must tell you that <laughs> I agree with going down the rabbit hole. You know, we never know when one's going to show up that we need to explore uh, because we want to catch that rabbit, okay? So I was all prepared today, and not all prepared, but getting prepared for today's session to follow up on the chaplain's course and kind of give a little bit of an overview that if you were actively involved with the uh, chaplain's course, with the Rancher Chaplain's Course program, and that could, uh, this would be where you would be picking up this week. And so I was going to do an overview on those papers. Well, as I was kind of putting the finishing, finishing touches 
on my own notes uh, for the chaplain's course so that I could talk with the people tomorrow. Uh, that will be a Thursday's uh, session that we have uh, for the local chaplain's course. Uh, I thought, well, I'd better have a little bit of uh, lunch before I, uh, and it was already a little bit after lunch, but I better sit down and have a, a little bit of a, uh, because I have a blood sugar problem and sometimes I have a habit of not eating as I should and then I get really, really weak. And so I try to make sure that on Wednesday that doesn't happen. And so I went and fixed myself a, uh, some soup and um, turned on the TV to sit down to, uh, to eat that before I came back to finish up my work for the radio show. And as I did, there was a special announcement going on to the effect that in Kansas City, Missouri today, shots were fired near the uh, Chiefs Super Bowl and Victory Parade and Rally in downtown Kansas City, City Missouri, uh, near the Union Station area, I guess, where the stage area was set up west of the Union Station area, and shots had been fired. And, of course, there was panic and and so I sat there and, of course, watched it uh, because, as somebody mentioned, this was the sixth anniversary of the Parkland event that happened uh, on February the 14th. And February the 14th just happens to be one of my granddaughter Lindsay's birthday, and so we were going to have a little celebration this evening. So a lot of things were going on for today, but so far from what we know, um, uh, there was eight to ten people shot. Uh, one has been confirmed dead from what they were saying, uh, just as I left the uh, TV a while ago. And there were two to three in custody. And one of the reports uh, said that a they heard uh, an overheard a player that was still in uniform uh, said, uh, we tackled him and we got the gun. And, uh, and so that was one of the things that we heard. But the thing that stood out to me was something that was made, a comment that was made by one of the reporters that was reported on this event. And it was, these are the times we live in. Now, isn't that sad? Isn't that really sad that we are living in a time when you can't even go to a celebration of a Super Bowl win and take your children and be able to go someplace where you think it can be safe. Now, during this commentary and et cetera, they talked about that there were at least 600 um, law enforcement people on location at the event um, because they prepare for disasters of this kind, I guess, in many ways. But I guess in saying this, um, I guess it points out why. Why it's so vital for us to do this chaplain's course. Because what we are dealing with on this planet is a horrific t times that we're still dealing with the fallout of the Luciferian Rebellion, and the default of the Adam and Eve, 
on our planet. And, and having defaults that are happening in our own White House right now. And if you're not sure what I'm talking about, they just um, had a vote uh, this morning that uh, I guess impeaches or does something for one of the cabinet members. Um, and we are having such a, a high level of people that are, for want of a better word, being called out, being revealed uh, for the evil that they are being accused of doing, the wrongs that they are being accused of doing, the violating of their public trust. And this is what's happening more and more. And um, I have been uh, kind of... um, keep doing my little oh no not me this past week uh, with things that have been uh, following up after the January 25th uh, death of a baby in our family and I it's like why me Uh, I don't feel qualified Uh, somebody else can do this better than me Uh, and so I've kind of been um, almost in a pity party for my own self. It's like, isn't there anybody else on this planet that cares? And of course, I know there are, but sometimes when you feel so alone when you're doing something, uh, you know, you can get started um, in that uh, slippery slope of going down a rabbit hole that maybe you shouldn't. So if this is happening to you, This may be exactly where you need to be today to say, okay, what can we do about it? What is it that we can do to stop this slippery slope that we are going down throughout our entire civilization around this planet from what's going on in Israel and uh, the old situations that are going on around the planet? I had a conversation this past week with my Marine grandson, who I often mention, uh, I am just so delighted to have people in our family that serve uh, and learn to defend our country and stand ready to do the unthinkable if the unthinkable is called upon. Think of all the people that in 9-11 How many of those that died were actually the rescuers going in uh, the buildings and were the victims? I think they said more people died that were there as rescuers than died um, that were working there. So if we stop and think about all of the things that are going on on our planet uh, that do often uh, detract us, from stopping and thinking, what can I do? Well, if you have not learned about the chaplain's course and what we are doing with this chaplain's course, then please um, get in touch with me, and I'll give you my telephone numbers, 812-664-7419. And I'll mention it again at the end. But... If you just feel divinely inspired after I say a few things today, 
that maybe there's something you can do. Um, there are people right now that I need desperately here in southern Indiana to work with me. And if you are already familiar with the Arantia Papers, U-R-A-N-T-I-A, or Comparative Theology, uh, you are very, very much needed to make sure that this chaplain's course that we create is what we need in every community. Now, you know that in our communities, um, in the United States, most states have uh, county sheriffs or local sheriffs that are responsible for their local area. And they are the highest officers in the land. Uh, the only person that can arrest a um, sheriff is a coroner because that happens to be basically the lowest part of the totem pole when it comes to the political electoral process. Well, what is basically missing in our counties are county chaplains. And so this is where I feel divinely inspired to make sure that this happens, that we have a local chaplain, that when a tragedy happens or a celebration is going on, that your local chaplain is in resident, in the works full-time, a full-time paid chaplain that works in your community that is elected from those who have studied comparative theology. Because a chaplain doesn't know what religion or no religion that they may encounter when they are called to, uh, to be a service. Uh, most people will know about a hospital chaplain. Most uh, hospitals will have access to a local chaplain so that in the event that there is a tragedy, they can have somebody there to deal with the grieving victim's family and maybe the victim themselves. So this is something that I find uh, is not a part of the foundation that made America great. Now, I'm going to say that it was in its own way because the local churches began to be the places where people met. Um, and it was around those local churches that our uh, forts grew up, our, our, our uh, growing of food, our farms grew up. Uh, it was the center where uh, people were beginning to build a village. So usually people were going west, uh, often were escaping from some of the persecution that might be going on uh, to them uh, in their new revelation or new, and I'm thinking of the LDS, the Latter-day Saints, uh, Joseph Smith's group, uh, went west. Uh, and they ended up in the state, what is known now as the state of Utah, and settled there. And of all the people on the planet right now 
when I found out that they are some of the first people to show up on the scenes of a disaster with food and et cetera and toiletries and things like that, they don't have any identification of advertising like maybe the Red Cross or whatever, but they are one of the first ones to show up on scene with all of the very real-life things that people need to recover. That put them kind of high on my totem pole of people who are doing good works out there without a whole lot of fanfare. Well, in a way, they're doing it for, and I want to say not a selfish reason, but a reality-based reason. Because they're one of the groups of people on the planet that are what I call survive and thrive people. They raise their own foods. They stockpile foods and et cetera for a case of a disaster. They um, are one of the people that um, are very wise of knowing that sometimes disasters happen and we are responsible for taking care of our own selves. Uh, One of the things that people who live in very cold climates, uh, we make sure that um, although we don't have it as extremely cold as they do in Alaska or North Pole or whatever, it does get cold here in the wintertime, and so we better be prepared if we um, needed to get out of our homes or um, anything like that. We need to have a jump kit so that we could survive and thrive. And so in your vehicles, you should have that jump kit. What all would you put in that jump kit? Well, one of the things that I would always make sure is I have a copy of the Arantia Papers. That is very vital to me because it has provided me with wisdom beyond uh, any other book that would... um, and they often call it the Urantia book, when in reality it's 196 papers, Urantia papers, inside a bound volume. So to me, I usually refer to them usually only as the Urantia papers because each paper has another topic that it's talking about. And sometimes a topic will take two or three or four or five papers in order to cover the entire thing. So at this time of the session, if you were in your chaplain's course, you would have been gone from what we've been studying about um, the different concepts and concepts that undergird having the uh, basics of comprehending what spirituality is. You would have been studying about the thought adjuster, You would have been studying about the indwelling spirit of truth. You would have been studying about the tools that you have within yourself to survive and thrive. So if you were there all alone or with your family, what would be the things that you would do, number one, number two, number three? In other words, what do you do to survive and thrive? And this is why I've often repeated, Uh, ask everybody that works with us as a volunteer that they also become a paramedic because even if you're not going to work as an employed paramedic, a first responder 
um, needs to know what to do if they're on the scene of a crisis. And you never know when a crisis is going to happen in your own home or in your business or on the roadside. You never know when you're going to be called upon to step forward to be um, either direct traffic, rescue survivors, uh, get somebody out of a flood. You don't know what disaster might happen that you might call upon. And you need to have these skills. And so the chaplain's course, I feel like, is something that every family needs to have, at least a qualified chaplain in their family to serve their extended family. And so there's a lot of reasons. There's a lot of levels of first responders. There's a lot of levels of chaplains that over the next four or five years we will be bringing to the forefront. And the reason that we do this is because what we are dealing with, this comment of these are the times we live in with all the disasters and et cetera, are a direct relation to the fact that we had two events that we are still suffering from. One of them was the Luciferian Rebellion. That was um, very, very, very traumatic, and we are still suffering from the Luciferian Rebellion, Luciferian, Satan, and Caligastia. They're the three that led the rebellion in the, in the universes. And then the other one is the Adam and Eve default, okay? And our planet is still directly being affected by these universal and very large type of um, defaults of their responsibilities. And, um, and without knowing that we are still suffering under the problems of the Luciferian rebellion, uh, we don't know the difference between faults and true liberty. Uh, we don't know about the follies of uh, self-assertion and some of the things that we lost, the cosmic wisdom that we had. Um, and we don't comprehend the divine mercy that's taking so long to adjudicate this, um, this default that has gone through our entire universes. And, and so without this wisdom, you say these are the times we live in because we don't know about history. We don't know what's going on. And this is one of the reasons for the Urantia papers to be given to us uh, back uh, where they were indicted in 1934 um, and then published in 1955. But of all the papers and all the religions that I've studied, I've never found anything quite as informative that has it in a way that if you follow it from paper one through paper 196, you begin to comprehend a lot of wisdom that you could have gotten no place else. So what you would start with in this realm of this era you would read paper 51, number six, section six. So you can write these down. You would be doing paper 51. That's the edemic regime, E-D-E-N-I-C-R-E-G-I-M-E. That is in paper 51, 
Section 6, okay? Then you would start looking at paper uh, uh, all the way from 51 through 56, I think, is where you'll actually end up with in this series of understanding and comprehending all the way to the universal unity. So you're going to learn about the defaults of both Adam and Eve um, and the, uh, the Luciferian Rebellion. So the Luciferian Rebellion happened before the Adamic default. So as you begin to comprehend in those papers through that section there, you are going to comprehend that. And then you're going to go into paper 74 and the first six days and then, you know, et cetera. So you're going to be doing paper 74. So if you're, you know, that's kind of hard for you to comprehend, this will actually get you um, comprehending what 73 and 74, the Adamic default. So if you begin to comprehend how our planet was designed to operate with grace, elegance, and ease, but we are not a normal planet. And so we only not only have suffered the problems of the Adamic, I mean, the uh, um, Luciferian Rebellion, we also had an Adam and Eve that defaulted on our planet. So we are a planet that has had a lot of defaults that are a little bit out of the, the, um, the norm for uh, planets in other galaxies and other universes. So as we begin to comprehend these things, we begin to see why, because we are so far out of being properly having cosmic wisdom, uh, that isn't something that is part of our everyday uh, work. Uh, we are really suffering a lot of trauma in our families and in our civilization throughout many different levels. Uh, and so this is something that I got re-inspired uh, by uh, listening to um, the tragedy today of saying, yes, there's value in what you're doing, Darlene, until somebody else can step up to the plate and take over and join this effort. Somebody has to be the leader. Somebody has to step forward and says, this may be a dirty job, but I got to get it done. Somebody's got to do it, so why not me? And so that's kind of where we're at. Now, on Wednesday evening, we have a session with our Israel group. And so those who are going to be participating with um, the, um, the uh, uh, chaplain's course, we're going to add this to the level. Now, at this particular time, you will have had enough skills and et cetera and enough knowing whether you want to continue on that you will join our global work with the museum uh, in Israel. And, of course, those who are protecting the the uh, the uh, museum uh, and the uh, Jesus boat in that area, uh, would they give us a report on Wednesday evening, update uh, as to what's going on in Israel. Nobody's safe in that area of the planet right now, and so they need to know that we are asking for their updates on a regular basis as to what's going on. And so we do that on Wednesday evenings, uh, 6 p.m. Central Time, 
and it's done on Zoom. So I see we're just about out of time. You can get a hold of me at 812-664-7419. Again, 812-664-7419. If you've not joined us in the Building Fortunes program, please do that because that's our first money-making project for us to be able to learn how to use the Internet to market your projects that you're going to be doing with the chaplain's course and et cetera. So if you've not joined us, mine uh, is buildingfortunes.com forward slash ideal. So if you want to take it away, Peter, I'm done if you are. Yep. Um, all excellent information. Uh, the As you were talking, you've used some terms that I'm um, – somewhat familiar with, but also unfamiliar with. So I was looking under Urantia papers, and for those people that want to spell Urantia, it's U-R-A-N-T-I-A, so Urantia, and then papers, you can find that. And then also I was looking for the Luciferian Rebellion and finding very interesting articles that I'm going to read a little bit more about. And, of course, there's books that you can find on Amazon or eBay or wherever, and probably audiobooks as well to kind of dig into this sort of stuff. So all inter- very interesting information, Darlene. But like I mentioned a little bit earlier, know. for those people listening in, yeah, I mean, you gotta, yeah. you got to jump in. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, well, and it's good to know that all of this is recorded free online. You go to urantia.org, U-R-A-N-T-I-A.org, or um, truthbook.com, and the papers are in written form, and they are in recorded form on there, so you can follow along. So you're only if you've got internet connection, you know you can even do it on your phone. So uh, you know it's not like you're going to invest a lot of money, books or whatever. This is already posted online for you. All great information, and like we had mentioned, if you want to reach out to Darlene, certainly reach out to her, and that like you can hear that she's actively involved in all this stuff and applying it in her regular life as well. So thanks, everybody, for listening in. We're going to catch everybody next week. If you celebrate the Valentine's Day, happy Valentine's Day for all those people that are here. Happy birthday to your family member. And uh, we're going to catch everybody next time on Building Fortunes Radio. Thanks, everyone. You've been listening to the Ideal Network Radio Show on buildingfortunesradio.com. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the buildingfortunesradio.com website to hear more segments with Darlene Sartori and Peter Mingle. Darlene encourages everyone to join the Ideal Network so you can say, I live the ideal life, where I do everything around life, love, liberty, and laughter. It's been our privilege to have you listen in. Darlene, Peter, and I want to say thanks for listening and ask you to spread the word, tell a friend, join our newsletter, and go make a difference in your world. 